Welcome to Branded Radio. My name is Rob. CJ. Episode 89. Part 2 of a magnificent two-parter in which CJ and I have a personalized show for one of our anonymous donors, Mama Batman, who kept BDR, BrandedRadio.com, alive for the next two years. So, if you listen to part 88, we hit a lot of it. It was mostly a 90s-centric episode we really liked. But now we're getting into the the nitty-gritty and your BDR home game will be in the mail, as will be your vinyl patch. So. That is true. You did not quite donate enough to get the travel bag. Uh, yeah, that's a premium item. Premium item. So, Mama Batman, to cut right to the chase, you asked us, guys, which movie do you prefer? Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters 2. Good question. And most people would say, you don't even have to think about it. Yep. But guess what? We thought about it. Deep in thought. We went to the library. CJ used the Dewey Decimal System. We don't know why he used that. On Google. <laughs> it made no sense. The card catalog going. That's right. And we came up with uh, with our thoughts here. So I'm going to let CJ take this. I always like to listen to CJ's uh, thoughts first. So, Well, Ghostbusters has a very special place in my heart. It was one of the few movies that I had on VHS growing up. So it was watched many, many times. This is number one. Number two, I saw in the theater. You saw number two in the theater? In the theater. So they each got kind of a thing. Did you see it in a good theater, or did you see it in a dollar theater? A normal, good decent job. theater. Your parents yeah. were like, we'll pony up. To, I, we to... didn't go to dollar theaters very often. Oh, we went to the dollar yeah, theaters. I was, I was that kid. Yeah, yeah, it was... There's nothing wrong with that My kid. parents never got shot in front of it either, so that's yeah. good. You're good, you're good. But, uh, so, Ghostbusters 1, to me, is a superior film overall. Uh, I, I think it's it's just better written than the second one. Okay. Like, although, I'm, as much as I like the pink ooze, it's kind of ridiculous. And the dancing toaster and the... CJ's coming. The first one... Hard stance. No dancing toaster. Zool, man. Zool. Zool. I mean, Zool or pink Vigo. ooze. Or Vigo. Vigo. Or Dude, Vigo. the Carpathian. Zool. The Carpathian. So, Scourge of Moldavia! Zool. Zool. David like Bowie. Naked chick David, David Bowie. Bowie. Zool. Yeah. So naked chick David Bowie Zool mm-hmm. over the and guy bubbles. over the bad guy from a, I was Die Hard. like, did you just get him a bubble bath? Is that what happens? In... It was sexual. Yeah. Didn't, didn't you want to touch? Were you ever aroused by by Zool? Oh yeah, that was like yeah, that was one of those first movies where I'm like, oh my god, like that that chick is like almost naked. What about the scene in uh, Dana's apartment when the claw comes out uh, on the chair and pulls oh, down right. and you can that's... you can see top boob? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Very very sexual. Yeah, the master, the the gatekeeper, mm-hmm. you know, you the know red that flowing, a little bit of the old. <laughs> I never even thought about yeah, that. Yeah, gatekeeper, keymaster. Yeah, Rick Moranis is just getting yeah. up in them guts. That's what that's what happens in the movie. They don't do it. They cut away from it. What? 
Yeah, when they make he out. goes to the apartment and he's like, "Are you get here? I'm the keymaster." And they like, I go never in, read into it that they just, just bang. So you're telling me that they fucked all? That's what caused the giant explosion? Yeah, like that. That that's like the story of Ghostbusters. What? Like, the, when the gatekeeper, the keymaster, I, I did not research combine fucking like Captain Planet and the rings, then it causes a big crazy fucking Zool shows up. It's like. What? Yeah. So that's one giant metaphor for unprotected sex, essentially. Like, you have unprotected sex, a demon god yeah. is going to show up and try to destroy the world. Ravis was, like, very... Or, no, Aykroyd. Well, yeah, they both did, well, but Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah. Aykroyd's the one that... Aykroyd's the crazy one, man. Yeah. He's the one who, was like, obviously wrote the scene where he gets, like, a ghost blowjob. <laughs> that's true. Right? Oh, my, that's, like, so... so... Like, he gets... And it, like, he gets... And I was always... I was like, I as a kid, that, I'm like, what's like, he not doing? Not that long ago. I'm like, what? The eyeballs go in the back of his head. Yeah. Like, he just... He, he ghost came. Because, like, yeah, I mean... Dan Aykroyd ghost came. Yeah. He wrote that yeah. into a script. Like, you know what's a good idea? I want to get a blowjob by a ghost. Yeah, I No mean, one's gonna stop me. Yeah, we'll play laughs. His belt like undoes itself. Dude, they made like a fucking prop. And he does and that shit. look. Yes. He does that look. The look is what I'm saying. Like he, yeah. he came. Yeah. He ghost came. Yeah. And I'm saying, dude, it's like he wrote that in there. They had to make like a dolly to carry the ghost in. Like they had to do all this shit just so he could get a ghost blowjob. Yeah. We're in the wrong profession, sir. You'll be a Ghostbuster. I just want to be a screenwriter who gets picked up so I can write <laughs> scenes like that. Like, <laughs> why is this in the movie, Ray? I mean, Dan. <laughs> Ray. <laughs> That's right. They're gonna get meta with the third one. So Dan Aykroyd believes in aliens too. So hey, hey, I can't fault Day Dan on Netflix. Dan Aykroyd on Aliens. It's an entire like movie of him being interviewed about aliens. It's just really yeah. Shut up. I know he's I know he's into aliens. Well, you gotta get the disc. You can't get it through streaming. Oh yeah. Is it cool? Get the disc. <laughs> is it worth ponying up for a it's disc? It's kind of funny to watch him. I mean, he seriously believes this stuff. He's, like, smoking the entire time, like the smoking I've man. I've seen some shit. Yeah. A ghost gave me a blowjob once. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Yeah. It's intense. It was intense. I wrote that after something that really happened. Don't get me started on the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> so you prefer Ghostbusters 1 or Ghostbusters 2? I do. I mean, they're they're both good. I did like Vigo, and I like the... the bad fucking... guy from Die Hard. It's awesome. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's great. With, and I always thought that Vigo looked like G.E. Smith from G.E. Smith and the Saturday Night Live Band. So on his, on his I, I kind of thought it was out. him at first when I first saw it. Like I'm like, that guy really has guy range. Saturday Night Live. That guy has some range. He, yeah, he plays guitar really well. He's also Vigo. That's interesting. I'm no longer scared by the guy in the painting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd uh, be a good side by side though. They really do like. You see, can see it. You can see it. I can see it. I can see it. So yeah. now, Ghostbusters for me, like I think many people our age, also holds a very special place in my heart. Uh, I too owned the video cassette, and I think I told the story on a, one of the early, early, early episodes of podcast how we used to go on long road trips to like visit my grandma and shit. So we would take a tape recorder and set it next to the TV and record it. It would be like two tapes. The audio of Ghostbusters. The, just the audio. We're to the yeah. point where like, I knew that movie. So you're going to shut your eyes and you're like See, watching yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah, watching Ghostbusters. Yep. And in my head, it's like amazing because, you know, I'm like eight, seven or eight. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, this is great. And it was, and I wore those fucking cassette tapes to the nub, dude. That shit. I mean, I knew that movie inside and out. So Ghostbusters 2 came out and I was above the moon, yo. Like, holy shit, those, they had like, they were hyping it on the cartoons, and, like, back then, obviously, like, all you had was trailers, and, like, as a kid, we didn't go to many movies, so I you could I could only see the trailers on TV, so I didn't even get to see movie trailers, really, because we didn't see many flicks, because we didn't really have the loot, and I remember seeing a trailer on TV for that, and I just looked at my dad, was like, we're going, like, day one, we're going, so we get there, day one, Ghostbusters 2, I'm a dickhead kid, make my dad sit in the very front row, it's so cool, it's gonna be so big, 
and I remember being scared fucking shitless of fucking Vigo. Like, mm. Max von Sydow's voice, dude, fucking terrified me as a child. Just straight terrified me. But then you're right, because you're like, the ooze, what the fuck? Crazy. Yeah, But then, crazy. like, it's a cool idea. Like, it's the hatred of all of fucking New York, and it's manifested itself and fucking ooze. Like, that's cool. It is. But then you have the dancing toasters, and then you have the Statue of Liberty, which, as a kid, was like, they're controlling it with the NES Advantage. I yeah. have that. That was really cool. I can control I love my own statue. Controller. Yeah. yeah. I, I was... mean, that just shows how entranced Nintendo was uh, in at the public the time, consciousness yeah. at the time, where it was Huge. like, and, like, they lingered on it, like, to yeah. show you, like, this is an advantage, kids. Take us apart and you can control a giant statue. I mean, statue. they're both good movies. Like, I'm not saying Ghostbusters 2 is, like, a bad movie. No, I'm saying I also prefer the first one. It slightly pales in comparison just because of, like, I think Murray's better than the first oh, one. Oh, yeah. No, no, I like, agree with you. The first one is definitely the best yeah. of the two. However, people unnecessarily... It's a solid, solid sequel, though. Like... Even, a lot of people say it's a retread, and it kind of is. There are parts I don't like, but the parts I do like heavily outweigh there's that. There's so many good parts. The Even like, the way it starts out with them like at the kids' he birthday party. He-Man. Yeah, man. that's great. That is great. Yeah. I also like the fact there's like a 13-year-old kid in braces going, He-Man, He-Man. <laughs> You're too old for this party, Billy. <laughs> don't tell me what I can't do. <laughs> You're not John Locke, Billy. That's right. Fucking, no, I highly prefer the first one. Like Not even like a question, but I also enjoy the second one for what it is. Now, that being said, Ghostbusters 3 is happening. It is? It's, it's happening. Egon's dead. Rest in yeah, peace, why, uh, Harold Ramis. Why would you do it now? Are they going to CGI him in? No. No? No. Then what's the point? The ideas have been thrown around that they're gonna, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like a new team of Ghostbusters. Seth Rogen is... I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that idea, to be honest, because I don't even want a Ghostbusters 3 because... It, if they would they, do like that whole crew as like a Ghostbusters movie, like this be is the end, but Ghostbusters, yeah, I'd be happy with that. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. My problem is, is that I kind of already got Ghostbusters three in the video game. Sure. Because the video game itself, the story was like written by them and it was voiced by them, and yeah, Peter or uh, yeah, Bill Murray kind of phoned it in a bit, but it's still like it. I like the game more than Ghostbusters two. Like I like the cutscenes, but the gameplay was kind of lame. I'm talking about the story. I know story was yeah, fine, yeah. but gameplay was a little rough. Gameplay got repetitive. Very repetitive. Repetitive. Yeah. I mean, the best the best level is the very first lasso level. and pull. Lasso and pull. That's Lots of lasso it. and pull and yeah. smashing. Yeah, and smashing. Yeah. Ghostbusters love to smash. Mm-hmm. So we're getting Ghostbusters three. Am I excited for it? Not really. I mean, I will I watch it. Sure. Oh yeah, well, it's I mean, a will Bill I watch Murray it? vehicle yeah. at this point. It's just like he's in it now. Yeah, so at that point, like this is just. A Bill Murray movie, you know. I don't watch a movie for Ackroyd anymore. What? Like I still hold hope that the Great Outdoors two will come and they'll just <laughs> they'll just fucking uh, replace John Candy with fucking uh, John Goodman. John Goodman. Yeah. Hmm. He replaced him in other things. Yeah. Right. Like Jonah still... Hill or something. I, that wouldn't make any sense. John Candy's as John Candy or is like John yeah, Candy's John Candy's part. Jonah Hill is John Candy. Yeah. That is blasphemous, sir. Well, John Goodman's too old. John Candy would be old. It's a sequel. Look how old Dan Aykroyd is. I don't want to see John Goodwin in anything, basically. Why not? He was good in Red State. No, he wasn't. He was horrible in Red State. He was good in Red State. He was horrible in Red State. He wasn't horrible in Red State. He looked all weird, and he was not acting well. You just don't like him because he was all, like, thin? Well, he wasn't thin. He was just, like, Compact? Like, not even, I don't know. Like, vacuum sealed? Kind of, yeah, like, vacuum sealed. He was like a vacuum seal with a tear in it? Yeah, I don't know. I thought just the worst part is him, like I said before, him on the phone, on that cell phone, yeah. pretending to have a conversation, and it's so unconvincing, like he's just phoning it in, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> And he's on the phone, didn't. Yeah, he's phoning it in. He's phoning it in. Yeah. So, anyway, Mama Batman had asked us, 
Ghostbusters 3, it's happening. What would be, if it's going to be happening, what would be your ideal story? And I didn't and who's take directing long. it. They don't know yet. Okay, so everything's in the air. As well? well, I think the last the last I'd heard, and I think that might have already changed, was the guys who directed the Lego movie uh, and the 21 Jump Streets, those two guys. That, okay. like, you know, fucking Lego movie was the shit. And 22, 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street were fucking awesome. Or at least the first one. I haven't seen the second one, but by all accounts, it's fucking great. So. That's who I heard apparently might be writing and directing it, but it changes, like, every month. Like, there's a new article that comes out, and it's like, yeah, someone knew, someone knew. So, fuck who's directing it, fuck who's writing it. She asked, what would be our story? And my first thought automatically, like, instantly was, I want them to kind of adapt. Adapt the cartoon episode, Citizen Ghost, where it was, they were evil, there were evil ghost versions of themselves. Because from the, from the battle, uh, it was the Battle of Zool, because it was, it was technically, like, right after, the Battle of Zool, they had all that ectoplasm on them. Mm-hmm. And they threw their suits down by the containment unit, and like ghost matter like came in and like mixed with like the, the sweat, and it created like ghost versions of all the Ghostbusters, like Evil Peter and all them. And then like they had to fight them. And I the only reason I want this is because a it was an amazing episode. Would for you a do cartoon. like a CGI Ramus then? At that ca- at that point, I, I, I think it would be disrespectful. I think it's disrespectful. I think they need to mention that Egon did something awesome, or maybe. I'd say he did something awesome in the movie, and that's why he's not there. Like he cashed out or but something. If but if he, but, but he was part of what happened then, so like the ghost. They could always him write that there. out. They could always write that out. Like I think it's disrespectful to have any sort of CG fucking Harold Ramis in the goddamn movie. I don't. I don't want that to happen. Like they have to write it out because obviously he's he's dead. So they could say like Egon's. Is Annie Potts going to be in this? I hope so because Annie Potts is hot. I still. I mean, she was back then. I'm not sure. I'm sure she's still hot. Yeah. I want Rick Moranis. I want all the original people except for obviously Harold Ramis. So they're fighting evil ghost versions, but like they're old. Like so, you know, they're, they're at this age now, and they just can't do it. Uh, in the meantime, like while well, this is happening, like it's not the, kind of the beginning. It's it's kind of it's kind of happening like how Venom happened in Spider-Man Three. Like the ghost versions are like it takes a while for them to like come to manifest, whatever. So in the meantime, what's happening is the Ghostbusters kind of franchise. Like I always like the idea where there's like in different cities, like they train new groups of Ghostbusters, right? So it's kind of like I don't know, like Pet Boys. But it's Ghostbusters, so there's different franchises and shit. And fucking, like, the, uh, the, uh, like, the franchises, like, kind of do their own thing. And some of them are, like, off the, off the chain. They don't follow the rules. But there's, like, a, you know, and then they have to come together. And there's, like, a young, a young group who work with the old Ghostbusters to fight the evil Ghostbuster ghosts. And then they kind of pass the torch to this new group and kind of gives, like, the original Ghostbusters, like, a send-off. Because like, they're not actually Ghostbusting. Like, they've all retired. They just, they franchise. So it's not like Peter Venkman's still running around. He's off playing golf or hanging out with Sigourney Weaver in the movie and shit. So, like, the evil ghosts come back, and then the franchises have to help, and they get together, and you get to see them, and then... I don't want the stars of the movie to be fucking uh, Bill Murray and shit. Like, it's not gonna work. They cannot be the main. Like, they have to be, like, side characters. Because no one wants to see old Ghostbusters, dude. It's like, no one wants to see fucking old Indiana Jones. It just sucks. It's depressing. So, I don't want to see... I want to see old Ghostbusters. I want Bill Murray to be the main star of it. He's got the most screen time. And I want them all to fight ghosts while on Rascals. They're like modified rascals that have like fucking the last like <laughs> shot out of like the you they're know that old. Yeah, like well, no, just because they don't want to have to run around and you know. So what's the main story? Okay, so that's what I want to see in a movie. Mm-hmm. Is you really want to see the old Ghostbusters on rascals? Well, you thought about this more than I did because I didn't think they should make it anyway. Okay. So I didn't like pre-write anything. So it's just off the top of my head. But I'm gonna say yeah. So they're all old. And they're on Rascals, and they're still doing the ghost-busting thing. Okay. And then uh, it's going pretty well. <laughs> Making a decent living. <laughs> Making a decent wage. And, uh, Collecting the Social Security. You know, then there's some kind of turmoil, maybe, of some sort. The, the plot advances. Plot advances, <laughs> yada, yada, yada. 
one last final, uh, you know, rascal chicken fight. Yeah, one last final, <laughs> uh, you know, ghost roundup, and uh, they all die during it. Yours is very <laughs> yeah. depressing. Yeah, I really hope that you don't make it to Hollywood ever. No, ever. That was the most. That was the worst idea. Okay, I have uh, ever. How about this? I have ever heard the worst idea. So they all now because of technology okay. and whatnot. Okay. Let's say since Ghostbusters 2 happened in what the early 90s? Yeah, 89. So picking up immediately after that. So picking up like so it's set in the 90s? No, but you cover a little bit of what happened between Got then it. and now. Okay. And that is that they did really well, made a lot of money, hired a German scientist, okay, who made them a bunch of cool stuff and one of that thing is as they got older, he uh, made them all like mech suits, yes. like mech ghostbusting suits. Dude. Kind like of, Pacific Rim. Uh, no. Like giant? No, more like... Uh, <laughs> I want them to be... I want, I want Bill Murray <laughs> and fucking Dan Aggard hooked into a Jaeger. <laughs> fucking trying to like I was thinking a little robot. more like um, <laughs> fucking... Uh, what's that Matt Damon movie? Matt Damon. Uh, Elysium? Elysium style. Got it. So, yeah, like so not so much thing. a mech as a robotic suit. like an Yeah, enhanced. so they can still like run Got around it. and do shit and It's stuff. like G.I. Joe. That's why I was Yeah, but they're still all old. You know? But it would be a lot of CG. It would be a heavy CG movie. Kind of like Little Man. <laughs> kind of like, so you're going to hire the people who yeah. do Little Man. So it's going to be, you know, like Bill Murray's upper body. Got and it. then like the suit's going to be like pretty much all CG all and the CG. body's CG. But he's running around and fucking just, you know, shooting fucking, he's got an amazing new fucking proton pack ghost. It's like a bazooka and shit. And they can fire fucking nets of it and shit. It's great. Would you still want, okay, so who who's the big bad? Like, what's the reason for this movie existing? You can't just have them running around shooting things. So you have them in mech suits. You have this cool idea where, like, they hired a German scientist. Now, my thought process automatically as a German scientist, obviously, is evil mm-hmm. at some point. Turns out he's a descendant descendant of the, uh, of the guy who built the building in Ghostbusters 1. Uh, not, not, not Gozer. Um, fuck! I can see that. Like, oh, what the fuck is that architect's name? The guy, the architect, like, he's, like, the descendant of the architect from the fucking original film. Because he built that to, like, summon the demon lord. So, the German scientist also builds them a new Ghostbusters headquarters. And they're just like, oh, this is so cool. Look, it's got, like, 18 fire poles, right? And he's just, like, going fire pole crazy. And, uh... Where can we move in? <laughs> I'm gonna get my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just big, you know, crazy building. And then they finally, like, uh, they lose control of their mech suits. <laughs> You know, <coughs> and they can't fucking use the mech suits because, like, oh no, the scientists like turned them against. So they're doing, you know, whatever. And now, but the Ghostbusters then you find get... out the scientists built the building just like the other building that summons fucking Zool and all that shit. So, but like, but just to clarify, clarify. And then they have to fight Zool without the suits. But they're, they're okay, but they're old. not just torsos, right? And that's where they're not just torsos, Overcoming right? things happens. But they're not just torsos, right? Like, no, okay. it's not RoboCop. Okay, I thought it was like RoboCop. It's just like lungs yeah, it's and just like, like a head. Yeah, okay. So yeah. It's, it's just their body in a suit. Well, now they can't use the suit. But now, so now it's just now scientist is yeah. like evil and he built Turned the, against him much like Iron Man 2. And he's summoning Zool and, and they got to stop 3, him. And and now they got to stop him without the suit. It's kind of like Bubba Hotep style. Got it. Where they're all old and still trying to do shit. Yep. And it's about overcoming... Your oldness. Your oldness. And any problems and you have getting shit junk. done. Yes. Yep. All right. Get some Viagra jokes in there. Boom. I'm too old for this shit. Yep, some too old for this shit. Gotta have that. Yep. Maybe like some adult diaper jokes, denture jokes. They're not all that old though. Like, are you, are you, just like, are you aging them further than they are now? Like, Bill Murray's not like a geriatric. I mean, he's old, but like. 
He's the looking just, pretty old, though. Yeah, but he's looking old. Yeah. But he's not, like, he's not, like, fucking, like, a geriatric dude who can't, Is like, he gonna be, like, sprinting be around, like, doing shit, though? Yeah, dude. The Yeah, man. How old is he? I don't know, like, 70? Six, like, late 60s? Late 60s? Yeah. yeah, probably late 60s. Like, yeah. But a hard late 60s. <laughs> like, he's lived a life. He has a great yeah. life. It's not like yeah. it, it's not like his brother. But he looked old like, when he was like you know in his mid twenties. Yeah, but like see, he it, just has an old face. It'd be more of a problem if you hired his brother Noah from Wayne's World. <laughs> if you hired him, yeah, because I'm like that dude's old as fuck. That's true. But Bill Murray, dude, he's fucking. He's not like geriatric. Like the way you're picturing it is like, uh, like bad grandpa style or something. Like they're all like hunched over at their caves. Like they're just old but, dudes. But the contrast between like, like running around with CG bodies and mech suits yeah. to. Now I just gotta... They never had to carry these proton packs for years. That's true. They're out of practice. You know, the suits did everything for them. So you gotta believe in yourself now. But there's no uh, new Ghostbusters. There's positive aspects to this. No new Ghostbusters. Just straight up old ones. If you want to add a new one, you can. You don't want, like, an extreme sect of Ghostbusters? But I don't want, like, a... What if that's when they get Seth Rogen and the Franco gang in? They pass the torch. (laughs) You really like the pass the torch idea, huh? Because they're gonna. Get, why not? I like the whole idea of Ghostbusters, dude. It, I mean, if we're gonna do it with Bill Murray, sure. Like, I don't. But I mean, like, pass the. torch. Maybe they just have a team of interns. It's better than a reboot. You get unpaid college credit. It's true. You know. Well, no, they don't teach anymore, though. It'd be better if like if no, be better... as Ghostbusters like interns. Like, oh, got it. Like got Ghostbusting it. interns. Got it. Yeah. Got it. I can see that. So they never actually get to bust a ghost until the end when they need them. Yep. They treat them like shit until they lose the suits. Then they realize the interns are useful because they're younger. It's true. And they can help. And they can help. Yep. And then they're Even though they don't know back. what they're doing. And then you get some funny like, whoa, I don't know how to use the proton pack. This like, is an unlicensed nuclear reactor on my back. Yeah. Yeah. Then you Gigawatts. get some good, some good jokes out of that. Like, you can make it work. So okay, I like in the end they all work together. The young and the old generations coming together. together. That's right. Gotta yeah. Passing the torch. Yeah. <laughs> Got to pass that torch, son. So mine has mech suits. Which one's better? I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Who knows? Could be you know? either. Yeah. Could be. Could either. be. Now, Mama Batman, as as her name might imply, she she's she likes Batman a little bit, mm-hmm. just a bit. I mean, only a smidgen. She hasn't actually changed her name to Mama Batman. I hope not. Anyway, not yet. And once again, she's bringing more questions where it's just like, fuck yeah, I can talk about this for another 20 minutes because this is stuff that I enjoy talking about and shit CJ and I talk about in just chilling. So she asks us, you guys, seriously, Batman. Batman villains specifically. What are your current favorite, or just, I mean, your favorite Batman villains of all time? CJ, we like Batman. Sure. We enjoy the cartoons. Uh-huh. A lot of our villains we know from the movies and the cartoons. Yeah. Now... Most people are at the bat going to pick the Joker. What did you pick for your favorite Batman villain? I love the Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger Joker. The Heath Ledger? As far as movies go, but, I mean, if you're ever going to let me choose the fucking uh, Batman animated series Joker, Mark Hamill. Okay, so from the movies, because she first asked, yeah, what, what is the saying, favorite villain the movies, from the movies? The all the movies that Heath have been Ledger out. Heath Ledger Joker. Heath Ledger Joker. Uh, now, obviously, right? Like, although. Someone comes in a close second for you? Well, no, just when you like the Heath Leather, ju- <laughs> the Heath, Heath Leather, Leather, the Heath I Leather, can't say fucking Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, Human right. Torch robbed a bank. <laughs> <laughs> Heath Ledger Joker. Uh, so many crazy people have been like fans of him, like the dude who shot up the movie theater, that couple that like shot up like a bunch of people, and like there was those pictures of them dressed as like the Joker and Harley Quinn and shit. So you think there's a correlation there? 
Uh, I don't know. It just seems to kind of seem to think to... that there's like the, the Joker's even like a little bit of them, like yeah. on the hinge side. Like, yeah. I identify. Did you identify with Heath Leather Ledger's uh, Joker? You did it. On purpose. You did it. Yeah, on purpose. No. Oh. Ah. I, I felt better for a minute. Oh. Um, <laughs> I. Like, why do you like the Joker? I don't. It's just badass, like the scars, and I mean, because I was always a fan of the original, fucking, you know, Mark Hamill style Joker. Yeah. To see it go a totally different way that I enjoyed was good and he was just badass and just and a big just, fan. it was just good it was just good so now my my favorite uh villain I was in the surprised flicks, you were well I think yeah. everybody was surprised when it first came out obviously everybody was freaking out and then that first picture got leaked and it was like holy shit and really the voice the voice was perfect now I had to pick a favorite Batman villain as well from the movies and I went kind of a, 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 I kind of punked out a bit I chose a tie I have a tie because I could not honestly like legitimately pick one over the other and i feel like they're they're both needed uh, ra's al ghul <laughs> and no no liam neeson not yeah. just just him not not him as ra's al ghul just and talia al ghul yeah penguin catwoman because i my favorite batman movie still is batman returns and i fucking love devito's fucking cobble pot and i know that uh, burton made him that weird freak mutant thing and he was like don't care devito Sold DeVito. Like eating sold fish the shit out of like that. Bit, this, bit his nose. Like bit that dude's nose and just, yeah. And he's just in his hand. He's all like, rawr, rawr, rawr. I have your trash down here. Rawr. And like, he sold it and it was fucking, it was scary. He was sad. He was like badass. But on the flip side, you had Catwoman. And like, I can't differentiate those two because Michelle Pfeiffer fucking came and brought it home. I thought you meant the Catwoman movie Catwoman. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Well, yeah, I mean. At first I did, then I realized I get made fun of, so I switched it to something that wouldn't make me get made fun of as okay, much. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. The Eartha Kit. The Eartha Kit. No, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman gave me my latex fetish, turned me on to women who were messed up in the head. I don't know if that's the part I like the most uh, or not, uh, but those two, the way they interact in that movie, and just that whole movie, like I couldn't pick one or the other. Like they just, for me, they embodied those characters forever. Like to the point where now it's just like, it's hard for me to see anybody else still, and we've seen two new Catwomans. Didn't really give a shit about... Cat women. Cat women's. Didn't really give a shit about Halle Berry, Cat obviously. Stevens. It was fucking terrible. Cat and Williams. Cat Williams. And who is the... And Anne Hathaway. She was kind of a non-entity in Dark Knight Rises, but mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer owned the shit out of it. So, have to go with those two. Obviously, props for Letters Joker. Still annoyed that he killed himself, yeah. because I'm sad that we got robbed of another performance. It is, yeah. It, that's... And they were totally setting it up for a sequel, which yep. is unfortunate. And, uh... No, that's another good point. So, like, Ramus died. So, in uh, Dark Knight Rises, they were going to write... There was, like, a storyboarded scene where it never got shot, I guess, but they had a reference like that the Joker is... In this universe, Joker's still in Arkham Asylum. So, like, when Bane goes and, like, breaks through Arkham Asylum, he was supposed to walk by a cell door and, like, hear laughing. And, like, he opens the door and tells him, you know, like, Oh, you're free! And, like, the Joker's basically just, like, he's like, I don't want to leave. He's like, y'all are crazy. I'm standing here. Like, I'm totally, I'm totally content in the cell. And, like, closes the door. And, like, he walks away. And, like, you just hear him laughing. And then it was deemed, like, okay, that might be a little bit, you know, he dies. So, same with Ramus. Like, I wouldn't want Ramus to show up as a goad, as a dead Ghostbuster. Because mm-hmm. it's not him. And But at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, is there, is there, would there have been any way to reference the Joker without seeming kind of, like, shitty to Heath Ledger? No. Which I don't, I don't, I don't think there was a... 
a way yeah. to do that. Like, it's just, it's, but they're it's just going to reboot tricky. Batman again at some point anyway, and then we'll get another Joker. Who do you want to see as Joker in the new... Because it's Zack Snyder flicks. So you have Ben Affleck as Batman. Serious answer. Like, who would you... <laughs> serious answer. Have who, they announced a villain for the first? No. no. Well, Lex Luthor. Because that's Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. He's playing Lex Luthor. I know he's going to be... But, I, I mean, obviously, he's not going to be... The, he can't be the only major villain if, like, yeah. Aquaman and Bats and everybody in there... There's gotta be someone like I hope they bring Brainiac or someone. So but who like, would make a good joke. new Joker? It would make a good. If you think outside of the box, like no one would have thought of Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. So now that's the way. Would you see how uh, how we saw Man of Steel? Would, would would like Ledger's Joker fit in that type of movie? You think or no? Like if they took, do you think Ledger's Joker would fit in like Matt or Zack Snyder's like a little Superman? too dark? You I think? think. Yeah, a little too dark. Because like. I mean, Zod, I mean, they fucking killed a lot of people in that whole thing, but, like, it wasn't so But it much. wasn't, like, sadistic at yeah. all, or, like, you know. It was quick and painless to the people of Metropolis. Yeah. Just yeah. buildings were just falling. No big deal. It wasn't, like, anarchist mm-hmm. kind of craziness, but, um, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm trying to think of, like, what, like, young actors would be good, because I don't want to pick, like, someone super old. You know who I would love? And who already, uh, did the voice of the Joker, and was actually a really decent Joker, but I would I would have liked him maybe like a few years ago. I think he might be too old now. Uh, the guy who played uh, Ben Linus from Lost, because He's, he did the voice to the yeah. Dark Knight Joker dude. Pretty dope, dude. And I'm thinking like I mean not now. He's kind of old. But I'm thinking like uh, when a few years ago maybe if like, if you go back in time somehow. Because he's a little bit too old now. But I'm like he the voice really helped. And I think that he just has the, it would be a different look. It's almost like an unassuming guy, but I guess you might want someone who's like super tall and kind of like I mean I don't like what version of the Joker are you picking? Lanky or like like what type of Joker are we picking here? Like muscular? Is he just going to be like I mean look at Jack Nicholson didn't really fit a mold. He was just a middle aged dude. That's true, right? And he was still a pretty fucking good Joker. Like I I think it's more the face to me than the body type. Like as far as like the Joker goes, is it Um, it more face or more voice? Both. Because you need to have some, but I prefer a more. Masculine face. No, I prefer a more uh, Mark Hamillish voice. Got it. Like that style of Joker, like, like the cackle maniacal, and the yeah. kind of breaking, like mm-hmm. breaking high, like crazy voice, than like the Heath Ledger voice. Show me my scars. That was cool, but I just don't want to see it again. Like it's already been done now. Okay. You know. But then but Mark Hamill's been, already been done. But not in a movie. That's true. Yeah. And really, where else are you gonna take it? Because mm-hmm. you don't want a normal sounding Joker. Because that, that would just be weird, that's, that, 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 unless that's where they take it, where he's completely, just sounds like a dude. He's all fucked up, sounds like a dude. I, it's because he's been doing a little bit of acting. Stephen Merchant. Nope. Marilyn Manson. <laughs> he's not too old yet. He's not too old yet. No, he's only in his 30s. Do you think he could pull off, you know what, in Zack Snyder's, yeah, I think he could pull that off of that. Nolan's, probably not. Snyder, totally. Totally. Fucking Totally. Holy right. shit. I can see right. that. Yeah. Ryan Manson is the Joker. Boom. Like, he'd need to take some acting lessons and shit. Yeah. But if he, to... like, committed he and, like, like, really he... went for it. Is he still, like, fucking... Gothy? Fat Manson? Remember when he no. got, like, Fat Manson? Is he He's back not to, really like... fat right now. He's not bloated Manson? No. I need that to get into shape, too. Cupcakes. I want him to get into, like, fucking crazy fucking shape, like, uh... Like, fucking dude from Lego Movie. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The guy who, uh... Jesus Christ. Chris? No. Chris Pratt? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you fucking. Oh wait, you're right. <laughs> I, I thought you said Chris Pine or something like that because yeah. that's the guy. That's Kirk. Chris Pine would make an interesting Joker. I don't know about that. Like the All American Joker. I like the All American fucking letter jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I think Manson's the Joker. 
I think the interesting Joker would be an interesting Joker. Would yeah. you like him if he bulked up, or do you want him all like? Actually, you know what? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You want him to be like super skinny? Manson has fucking scarecrow. Well, you dude, can't be that but... dude. Imagine him as the scarecrow, like he has in like fucking oh, things where he has like the, the syringe fucking tipped fingers. Because he already did that shit like mechanical animals, and he would. I mean, I'm just saying, like now that I think about it, him as scarecrow. Okay, how about like Roddy Roddy Piper? Yes, as as Joker, Solomon but like Hope. a hobo style Joker. Nice, where he's been yeah. down and out. Yeah. So it's like he's a, fucking just like, and he's big, but he's like out of shape big because he's you know current he's Piper just fucking doing fucking pile drivers mm-hmm. with everybody. Unless Piper fucking gets out like fucking like Stallone out, dude. Because you pump, know he could. They just pump Piper full of fucking HGH. Yeah. Yep. He's like the rock. That could be interesting. He's a big dude. He's tall. Yeah, but he was like 60. So? He can't, his heart can't handle it. Like I said, he's Hobo Joker. Hobo Joker fighting Ben Affleck at Batman? Yeah. I can see that. I can totally see that. So, yes. I go for the oddball choices. I don't even dude. want like a seasoned actor. <laughs> no. I like Manson as the Joker, but I like I think I like Manson better as a Scarecrow. I, I didn't think it was the Scarecrow, but yeah, I mean because I like the idea of the Scarecrow in the Nolan flicks, but, it's but it wasn't dark enough. Too on the nose. It's almost too on the nose though for but him to be. But that's Zack Snyder. That's true. He is kind of yeah. That's a good point. Right? It's just who's on the nose then for fucking Joker? Like what? Like Louis C.K. Like a, like a comedian? No. Like, T.J. Miller. <laughs> T.J. Miller. TJ oh, my Miller. God. T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller. That could be... Oh, that would be good. T.J. Miller. I'm yeah. putting T.J. Miller in everything. Like every, yeah. The last three, few episodes we've, we've we've done, I've said, like, T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller. Just, like, fucking crazy Joker. Yep. Like... Yep. Like, yep. staring off into space Joker. Yep. Like, you don't know what the fuck he's gonna do, Joker. Oh, right? I like that. That's See? good. See? Sometimes, like we you said, think outside the box. Manson as Scarecrow. T.J. Miller as fucking the Joker. Who would you cast as a new Penguin? Well, what kind of penguin are we doing here? I mean, you do- like Danny DeVito penguins. So I did. Who's but, the tiniest actor. But that you wouldn't think fit. Of? I'm saying, what kind of what type of penguin? Because I liked his take, We're but going I also for all like those people. Then you yeah, know, so but I'm saying, but what penguin? version of the penguin? In the comics, he's like a businessman who just happens to be fat, but he doesn't look like a mutant freak. Well, just are we who, going who, when you freak? think of it, just screams penguin to you. It's got to be short. I mean, penguin's definitely going to be short. Yeah, it's definitely got to be sh- Rhea Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> A female penguin. Huh? You gotta keep it. You gotta keep it in the family. Hmm. Devito really? like Devito's passing the torch, <laughs> <laughs> but like <laughs> passing it like not up or down. Uh, just, his wife. There you yeah, go. it's a lateral move. Lateral boom. No, yeah. I mean, well, you can't really do. I want penguin to be mocapped. So I want Andy Circus to do the penguin. Who was the kid? Uh, or the uh, fat kid from the Sandlot? No, the. Give it to the redheaded kid. Tiny Wolverine. You know who that is? <laughs> from Freaks and Geeks. Oh, Benson calls him Tiny Wolverine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, um. Shit, he was in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, he's super Sam, short. No, yes, Sam something. I think. Yeah, Steve. No, Sam. Sam something. Sam something. Worthy. No, not no. I'll think of it. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, you get the iPad, dude. You can look it up. But yeah, it's probably Sam Levine. Yes. Yeah. Or Ted Levine, not Ted Levine. Ted Levine. I think it's Sam Levine. Sam Levine. Yeah. 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 I can see that. Doug Benson calls him Sam the Ma'am Levine for some reason. I can see that, but I'd rather have the penguin be fully motion cap. Andy Circus is fucking do the motion cap for him, make him a mutant to be crazy. Fair enough. And then obviously for the Riddler, Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. dude. John Knoxville. Who's the guy that won Jeopardy? What Ken? That Ken guy? Yeah. You want that Ken guy? <laughs> He's the Riddler. Terrible. Everything is what is. Batman, what is? <laughs> I didn't ask you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not asking you any now it's questions. Time for double Jeopardy. 
It'd be terrible. So yeah, I'm still. I, I yeah, I think we have some some good thoughts on that. So we got to move on. We got to move on. We got a lot of other shit to cover here. She then asked us because she's stuck in Batman mode. What are your favorite villains from the comics? Now that one, a little tough. He has lots of villains. Obviously, you have the big names, and obviously, I'm gonna pick at least one of them. So right at the bat, fucking Clayface. Yeah, that's mine too. Right? I wish we would get a Clayface in a fucking movie. Yep. Like, I want, you know, the actor who gets disfigured and, you know, fucking... I always wanted Ron Perlman. I always I mean, Ron Perlman would Clayface and, like, the... And well, that was his voice in the, the show, The Time too, Master the guy. The, the who? The Time guy. Oh, the, Clock Guy. Clockmaster. Clock, yeah, Clockmaster. John yep. Lithgow? Oh, that would be perfect. That would be perfect. Yeah, John Lithgow. Clockmaster was tight. Or Malkovich. I can see Malkovich. Yeah, any, either any, one. Any awesome bald actor. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Bald Patrick old Stewart. actor. But, dude, how awesome would Clayface be? Would you want him to be fully on CG? Would you want to be some practical effects? Practical effects like the fucking shit monster and dogma? No, not all the time, but, like, the blob and shit. Like, where you can do, like, cool practical stuff, so it's not all CG. Like, when he's doing, like, transformations or... Like, or, like, it's CG transformation, but then, like, he's in, like, it's a dude in, like, a suit. Or would you want it full-on, like, 10 feet, 12 feet tall CG creation where it's, like, there's no weight to it? No, I mean the scale should be the same as animated series where he's not like I say he's you look bigger, like bigger, but he's not like he's maybe like a foot taller than everybody else. Like, yeah, so they do it like in Hellboy. Yeah. They, they do that shit with prosthetics, and then do the yeah, CG on the that. transformations. That could be interesting. I dig the fuck. I, I would want to see what it looks like, but yeah, if it looked good, I'd prefer practical Ooh. or a mix anyway. Solomon Grundy, that was my next pick. Fucking love me a giant zombie. Can you want how awesome would it be to see fucking Ben Affleck fight a zombie? Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. He's just fucking like. Pulling out fucking tombstones and fucking shit up. Know nothing about the character. I know, I was gonna say, like, the only thing we know about that is from the video game. It's from the video game. Yep. That's fine with me. He's a Some giant injustice. zombie. It's a giant zombie. Yeah, I mean, that. I'd like to see who's gonna be a giant zombie then. Rob Zombie? On That's nose. two on the nose. That's two on the nose. I'm gonna say John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> Just give it to John the Cena. Rock. The Rock's too big. Rock's getting too big to put anything now. That's true. Like, he's bulking up too much. Like, Rock, you have too much muscle. You're too huge. You're too big, Rock. Yeah. Slow down. Slow the roll, Rock. You're too big, Rock. Rock, you're too big. And also, uh, my other favorite character, which I still wish they would do justice in a movie, and I think it'd be cool, is Mr. Freeze. I always liked that. I, I He always had the cool fucking gadgets. He had the cool look. It was always like the German scientist, and he freeze things, and always, but he's tragic. He's tragic. And instead, we got Arnold doing ice puns for fucking an hour and a half. Always mm-hmm. bum me out. So from the comics, those three. How about you? Um, well, like I said, Clayface, Clayface. Time Guy, Time Master, Clockmaster, whatever. Those are your two main people that you enjoy uh, from the comics? Yeah, that I can really think of, and, uh, I... Is Time Master or Clockmaster even from the comics, or is he from the cartoon? Cartoon. Yeah. I don't know if he's... I don't... I didn't read the comics, I gotta go by the cartoon. How about the Mad Hatter? Yeah, yeah, I did like Mad Hatter in a cartoon, sure. And you could do something interesting with that, too. Like, fucking Google Glass or something. Dude, the fucking... Yeah... That'd be pretty sweet. He hacks mm-hmm. in everybody's shit, their cell phones. Yep. Cell phones turn into like that could be cool. That could be awesome. Turn into like mindless zombies, like Rob Banks form and shit. Yeah, would be fucking awesome to see dude as a ventriloquist somehow done right. <laughs> dude, that could be interesting. Fucking Jeff Dunham. Oh my god, starring Jeff, Jeff Dunham. Dunham as the ventriloquist. <laughs> fucking a racist ventriloquist. Fucking awesome. So yeah, I mean, really, with Batman's like, 
I know that since I don't read the comics, there's like a thousand better, probably amazing characters in there. But I go from the cartoons mostly and yeah, video games. I, we've and discussed our lack of comic knowledge. I'm sorry to all the comic book people. I the only like Batman comics I've read are The Killing Joke and Arkham Asylum. Like, both Joker stories. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So that's... Harley Quinn, I'm gonna have to throw in there too because she was only in the comics. That's where she started with the cartoon in the comics. Yeah, that's true. And I would love to see an on-screen amazing version of Harley Quinn with the Joker in Zack Snyder's movie. You got anybody point. to play Harley Quinn? Oh, God, Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Just give it to Rosario. Give her the Joker, too. <laughs> She's bland. It's like, multi- it's, like, in it's like multiplicity. No, if yeah. I was going to go for a good Harley, like a Harley that I'd be like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I like that. There's many choices, and there's one... There was a woman who, who, who was she from? Whoever the chick was that played the maid in the first uh, season of American Horror Story. A young maid. Oh. Not the old maid. I like the old maid. <laughs> old maid was fucking sexy, dude. She's, she knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. And who he, was also the mob from uh, that fucking HBO show. She was a mom on an HBO show? Yeah, the for the funeral home. Fucking dead, oh, like, Six Feet Under? Yeah, Six Feet Under. Yeah, yeah. I could see the I could see the the maid uh, as Harley, but I, God, that's a really tough question, and it's just dead air because I'm just like I want to answer this fucking question, I want to come up with somebody where I'm just like, there it is. Depending on the suit, and only if she played it like really slutty, like really slutty, like oh, Anna Ferris. Ugh, right? No, <laughs> that's no. <what> Jessica Biel. <laughs> Jessica Biel, and not slutty like bad, but Allie I mean like. <laughs> Like, but not Clips like Anne Hathaway. Yeah, Clips the Flockhart. <laughs> no, actually Harrison Ford. Throw Harrison Ford in the <laughs> black and red getup. No, Jessica Biel. But okay. she'd have to like stop with the all American. I can't do the. I can't. I don't want the like the Anne Hathaway effect. Where I'm like, I don't buy you as the character. I. Like, I don't buy fan. you. But I like Jessica Biel, and she can act. Yeah. Not a huge, huge fan. I really just want to see the butt in the costume. It's all down to the butt. Yeah. Come back to the butt. When in doubt. But <laughs> now, Mama Batman asked a question, and it was a joke question. But I answered it anyway, and I didn't send it to CJ. Okay. So it's not on there. She asked, "What are your favorite books, and what are you currently reading?" Ha ha ha! Just kidding. You don't have to answer this because that's kind of the inside joke. So I was just saying that I only read comic books at this point now, and my favorite thing right now is Why the Last Man, which is not really a current thing. But it's one of my favorites. And I highly recommend you check out Why the Last Man. Because I'm doing my yearly read-through right now. Now, but I know that you don't really... You don't really read! <laughs> no, right? I Right? And I didn't want you to get all mad, so I didn't, I didn't even ask. I, I listen to audiobooks, but I haven't really listened to any, like, current audiobooks. Do you listen to, like, audi- I listen to, like, like Stephen King audiobooks? All and the Ice and Fire books. What's Ice and Fire? Game I'm, of Thrones. Is that what they're called? Yeah, Song of Ice and Fire. And then, is Game of Thrones the book what title? HBO is title is oh it's a separate thing so the game of thrones doesn't appear in any of the books no like, the first book is called the game, game of, of thrones. thrones that's like the got title it. of the book but the, the series, series is called a song of ice and fire got it and you've read or you've listened to all of them yeah how many are there right now like six six yeah and is is the show right now like going through the, i mean i'm ignorant honestly we've talked about i'm ignorant when it comes to game of thrones. i'm not caught is up it, on the show i've only seen the first two seasons of the show is it going based on like each season's one book that you no, know of, the, it like... gets off after the first season the first season was pretty much the first book got it but then they're like we need to change this up a little bit so now 
you're listening to these. Did they have? Did they, since this is a pretty a pretty big series, do they have any big name actors doing the voiceovers on the audiobook or? Well, I mean, most audiobooks use one person. It's not like an audio play. What? Yeah, I thought it was like an audio play. No, it's someone like an actor just doing different to you? voices. Oh, he's doing different voices. Well, the good ones do. The ones who suck try. So like but this is like a this is a so like you like it'd be like you reading and then when it comes to a, a some dialogue you would do like a Cockney accent and then you so go back. Roy Dotrice reads the Roy? Song of Ice and Fire books. Who's that? You, is that somebody he's like a voiceover author or not an author? He's an actor guy, oh. like an old, like a really old actor guy. But is he English? Like, yeah, I don't know, but the so he does voices though. Yeah, are there sound effects like when battles happen? No. no. <sighs> It's just someone like really good reading you a book. Oh, huh. like to be honest, I've never listened to an audiobook. I mean, if I mean, I tried once, I think. And well, I just, that's it the hard thing. Is, well, it's on you because I can't it's pay attention. You. Well, I feel like I can't you pay get attention. one that's like because there are like shitty, like cheap audio. I keep hearing Rosie is the out. one to get people that one's into good, audiobooks. but that's not like a normal audiobook either because there's different actors reading different sections of it. Got it. But like in a normal like audiobook, it's like one person. So like the best people for that are like. Yeah, the guy who does, like, Song of Ice and Fire, the guy who does the Harry Potter books, Jim Dale, is, like, he's got, like, awards for being, Is that like, how you read Harry like, Potter? You just listen to all of the books? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like, Lord of the Rings, that's pretty decent, So, see, too. you should say you read, then. So, that's unfair. Siege does read. He just reads with his ears. Yeah. Well, you never really said I that. Love, you, never, you never really, like... I like never classic really... books. I, I love 1984. Like, that's a great book. I love... You dropped the name. What? <laughs> Just name dropping. I like classic books. 1984. I like well, just like, like audiobooks that I like go through more than once. Got it. Like, do you listen to any Stephen occasionally, King books? even though it's like depressing, it? 1984 is great. Do you like listen um, to like Stephen King books at all? I listened to The Stand. Was that like fucking like 15 hours? Sorry, long? not The Stand. Um, fucking The Shining. How long does the book usually go? Like, how long is the uh, 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 average fucking audiobook? Like two, three hours longer? Like ten hours? Well, I mean, the fucking Ice and Fire ones are like, like, like it's like playing an rpg it's like fucking like a lot of hours for per book yeah per book damn yeah but like a normal book would probably be like yeah like maybe like nine hours or something so see mama batman you can't you cut right to the core siege does read he just likes prefers to listen can't fault invasion of the body snatchers the original nice great nice um and fucking that what's the that fucking will smith movie with vampires i let i am legend the book of that is it's amazing. amazing i know it's richard matheson dude it's fucking an amazing book such a good book the movie itself is so, a piece like, of I shit i always try to recommend that to people it's an I'm amazing like, book it's an amazing book now what are you currently quote unquote reading then uh nothing right now like i think the last thing i was listening to was um again more fantasy because that's the stuff i listen to but brian sanderson um, the Way of Kings series, the first book in the Way of Kings. Uh, I got like halfway through it. Um, but I was listening to it on YouTube. Someone had ripped the entire thing to YouTube, and they took it down halfway through. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so I haven't finished it, and oh, I haven't listened anything since then. That's but, funny. Uh, yeah, that was the most recent thing. But I mostly stick to fantasy, some sci-fi. Like Ender's Game's good. Like the first one, second one's not so good. Isn't that like isn't that like really homophobic? Or is uh, just the author homophobic? Well, author's like a Mormon, so he gets a lot of shit for that. But I mean, uh, homophobic. I don't know. Maybe like a they're kids, you know? Like they're and they're always naked and wrestling. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it's 
you know, it's different than the movie. For it sure, is what it is. But yeah, it, it's good though. Like I. You know. See, so you're you're listening to some 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 stuff over there. Trying to, I'm currently reading Lock and Key, which is an amazing graphic novel by Joe Hill, the son of uh, Stephen King. Okay. And I'm currently on, I think, the last book, the last trade paperback, six, volume six. Uh, it's uh, I don't know if I ever gave this to you, but you should borrow it. It's an awesome horror story, and it's all about like this house and like this like this uh, entity and these like different like demon type things that kind of like. Like, are underground this house, and there's a special key. And, like, there's all these different keys around this property. And, like, one of the keys, um, the kid, one of the kids in the book, like, can put it in the back of his head. And he can turn it, and, like, his brain opens up, and, like, he can, like, pick out bad thoughts and, like, bad memories and, like, put things in. And, like, it's fucking... And every key does something different, and they're trying to, like, battle this demon who's trying to get out of, like... Who's trying to get out and trying to take over, and, like, she's, like, a... Um, she like morphs into like people, and she's like goes. It's it's fucking nuts, dude. Like I hmm. that did not give a that did not really do its service at all. Uh, it's really hard to explain without like kind of spoiling it. It's just it's a crazy good, crazy good horror uh, type uh, Lovecraftian type book um, s- set through multiple eras. Now that's one really thing. Like cool. I I don't know much Lovecraft stuff, and I know that you know like many people are like huge fans, and I see like Cthulhu shit like everywhere, and I'm like Cthulhu. I'm, like my only reference to that is just like popular cult, like culture yeah. stuff, and like tentacle monsters, I guess. In the mouth like, of madness, at the mouth. I've of madness. never like read or listened to anything. Are you a fan of Lovecraft? Uh, what I've read, yeah, I mean, I've read like the standards. I haven't really get into them too much. I remember like I, I like the ideas in the book. Okay. But I remember when I read it because I you know obviously like if you're you're not a horror fan unless you like this, and I remember. It was, I, if I remember correctly, it just was kind of dry. Like, I really liked mm. the ideas, but it was just kind of like, ah. Uh, yeah. Like, it was kind of a chore to get through some of them. Um, but, like, the mythos and shit, fucking amazing. And, like, I would love, I mean, and they keep trying, like, Del Toro keeps trying to make fucking At the Mountains of Madness. Like, that movie's been, like, in development hell forever. And, like, the At closest. the Mountains of Madness? Yeah. Okay. And then you have uh, In the Mouth of Madness, which okay. was John Carpenter's flick, which is, like, pretty fucking, I mean, that's the, yeah, type of stuff that Lovecraft. So, I mean,. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it is what it is for the, with, with him. Um, I can't really say either way. I just, I don't, I never really want to read it. Like, it's n- nothing like that. So, um, I'm also currently reading, uh, well, usually I'm always reading some sort of uh, Philip K. Dick anthology. Like, I'm always reading his short stories and his books because Philip listened K. Dick, amazing. To, um, Do Androids? Well, like, yeah, like Total Recall is yep. on that, right? So, yeah, like, so, I so I you can sell your brain, home, so you can sell. Your mind wholesale or something. It's not called yeah. recall, yeah. Whatever it's actually called, listen yeah. to that. Um, Scanner Darkly is amazing. One of my favorite books of all time. I've not listened to that one. Did I just give you the book? You read that in like two hours, dude. That book is such a quick fucking read, and like the movie is like so close to it. it's great. So you get to like listen to that. Now, all time favorite book, CJ. Uh, I mean the as a series, I'd say Harry Potter. Harry Potter as a series. Yeah. What? Which one in particular? Harry Potter fan. We, we all know you're a Potter yeah. fan. Yeah, we know. Yeah. I had to tell you to leave your fucking wand at home. It was distracting. What's your favorite book in the series? The first one, the very first one. Yeah, coincidence. Also, my I own love, the only movie I enjoy in the series. The I love a uh, an origin story. Got it. You know, just in general, this is an orgy story. I love an orgy, and there's just it gets nuts. It gets nuts. You have no idea. No, an origin story. Got it. Yes. Um. So yeah, that's part of the reason why I like that. Were you a fan it's of It's a little how- more lighthearted. It's more fun. You know, yeah. like, the later ones are good, but they're just, you know... The books are... I mean, the books get better. It's just the... 
I just find the first one the most enjoyable. Nothing wrong with that. Like, Nothing wrong with that. But I love the series as a whole, and I like how dark it gets, but I have the most fun reading the first one. I'd have to say one of my favorite books of all time is a book called The Rising by Brian Keene. Uh, he's one of my favorite authors of all time. He's a horror writer. Um, he's got a whole bunch of books, like just fucking dozens of books, and a lot of them are kind of like how Stephen King does, right? They're all set in the same universe, which is, I love I love books like that, where like, all Stephen King books are all in the same universe, they're all tied together somehow. I love that kind of shit, and Brian Keene did the same thing with his with his books, and the first one I ever read is called The Rising, it's about uh, zombies. Durr. Uh, it was during the giant zombie craze. It's about the bread. Early, yeah, it's about bread. <laughs> about yeast. <laughs> It's the History of Yeast by Brian King, mm-hmm. Brian Keene. Um, but it's all about zombies and uh, and zombie uprising. But what I loved about these zombies is that they were like ancient like creatures and they could like they could speak and shit. So that's how they, it's kind of like how I am Legend in the in the book how like they can speak and make they try to make you go crazy because mm-hmm. like hey come on home play you know that kind of shit. Um, and they have all these like powers. It's it's fucking badass, dude. And like they open up ports to hell. It's fucking nuts, dude. It's all about Ob. Like, the demon god Ob, who's, like, the head zombie and shit. It's it's fucking rad. And they do a lot of cool things for the zombie genre. And he continues that in the City of the Dead. Uh, and then you also have a whole bunch of, like, Dead Sea, the Conqueror Worms, which is all about... It's almost like Lovecraftian, like, these giant earthworms from, like... God, what the fuck is his universe called? It, they're fucking Sounds nuts. too spooky. Dude, it is amazing. So, Brian Keene, uh, Mama Batman, if you're a fan of horror at all, or even people out there who are listening that are not named Mama Batman... Brian Keene, K-E-E-N-E, The Rising. If you like zombie books or you like horror, The Rising's great. And in case you haven't heard of it, uh, Harry Potter by J.K. <laughs> Rowling. <laughs> little uh, little known book. I think it's going to go big. No, it's kind of, it's buried in the shelves. It's hard to find. It's kind of like you're, you're, you're like Oprah's book club. I'm like, I'm, CJ's putting his stamp, stamp of approval on this. It's going yep. to blow up here soon. It is. So make sure, you check out, make sure you check and out Harry course, Potter. And of course, we have to mention Neuromancer, right? I am not a huge fan of the book Neuromancer. I'm not a huge fan of William Gibson. This is where I'm going to blow your mind. It's William rough. Gibson, I love his ideas. But his books, dude, are fucking a pain in the ass to get through. I was always more of a fan of Philip Neuromancer's hard to get through, on, even on audio. But Neuromancer's so rough. There are certain... I prefer Do Android's Dream, yo. Yeah? Yeah, dude. Gibson, man. I tried so many times with Gibson. It's just too... I still like Neuromancer, but it gets taxing like after like halfway through. <sighs> but Because it's just like... It's just relentless, like you know. It's the, just techno babble the entire thing. Yeah, but and it's like, what are we? What product are we talking about now? But I do like the way he writes in uh, like small doses. You know, I can like, see that. Yeah, I don't hate him. Obviously, he he's he's a pioneer. You know, he does a lot like, of cool certain, stuff. Like, but man, phrases he, and stuff that he writes down that I really like. like Philip K. Dick all the way yeah. for me. Gibson's hard. I but that being said, I would love a Neuromancer movie. <laughs> hmm. I mean that would be I mean that would be read like it might might be easier for me to digest in an actual movie. I mean I've read I own Neuromancer I've read it but just I never well, you know how it would go, go though. Would, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It could be cool, dude. It could be. But Cyberpunk now needs to go it needs to be like retro Cyberpunk. Like steampunk Cyberpunk. Not steam. I don't want steam bull. I don't want gears and shit. I'm saying okay. like, like the 80s? Cyberpunk. Yes, 80s Cyberpunk. There needs to be like a name for that, like for 80s punk. Like, it needs it needs to be we need a Shadowrun movie where it's not everybody has I mean it's not like now like I like the old green like screens techno and no punk yeah something dude just retro fucking cyberpunk retro cyber give me some retro cyber and I'm totally uh, actually that sounds kinky 
Well, that's, that's the only way. Like they'll have the Oculus like full on 3D sex, and I'll be like, "Give me that lawnmower sex. <laughs> I want that lawnmower, man. I want to be a blue dragonfly. <laughs> I don't want this realistic stuff." Oh, with the dragonfly, you gotta love the dragonfly. So, moving on, Mama Batman. She's getting she's getting really artsy with us, and by artsy, she was like, "Hey, what are your favorite artists?" Now, I took this to mean like obviously fine art, uh, comic book art, illustration, any sort of art. Mm-hmm. My first pick, obviously, this is all you. I'm uh, Ralph I don't Stedman. follow art stuff well i picked ralph stedman and that's the easy pick you know ralph stedman correct do i the guy who did all the fear and loathing stuff okay ralph i know stedman. that yep. and you tell me i know it but yeah. i don't like you don't know his name no i really like stedman's work all that stuff he did with rolling stone fucking awesome i have a big giant book of his art it's one of my favorite possessions but that's an easy pick because everybody's like stedman stedman twig, twig legs and weird distorted shit. Stedman. yeah yeah lots of political stuff I, I really like his political stuff um, I also went with uh, some uh, some old school Ralph McQuarrie, mm-hmm. the guy who did all of the original Star Wars designs for the original movies. I mean, he's basically the one who designed Darth Vader. Sure. He's the one who designed the lightsabers. He's the one who designed pretty much everything. So I had to give him props because my favorite series would not would not look like it does because of him. And you saw what happened with the prequels when they used Doug Chang, and I didn't like any of the new shit they made because it was too futuristic and too new. Like I liked the old school style. Mm-hmm. And Stedman has some amazing art. Like, his original Boba Fett, like, dude, like, the white suit. It was, like, all white. It looked fucking awesome. Like, all, it was, it, he has some amazing... I have a bunch of his uh, art books, too. Love that dude. And without him, we wouldn't get Star Wars like we have now. Yeah, I, I don't know much about art. I, uh... <laughs> the guy who drew Garfield, uh... You mean, like, one of, like, the 50 guys that drew Garfield? <laughs> that was such a fucking mass-produced... Gary story. Larson. He's not the guy who drew Garfield. Oh, with the far side. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Jim Davis is the guy who drew Garfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. Gary Larson. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I'm. I like I said. I'm not. I don't know a lot of art stuff. I. Well, then how about you just take a step I'm back and let cultured. me discuss about the art and let me culture you. I am. I am not. Eric I'm, Powell. Mm-hmm. Artist who does the goon. Mr. Brainwash. I like the. <laughs> I like the art of Mr. Brainwash. Of course, he, you would uh, like Mr. Brainwash. You know, he takes stuff and then like blows out the colors and is like, check it out. Done. One million dollars. Yep. Put a Burger King Whopper on there too. Boom. Two million dollars. <laughs> I put sunglasses on an old timey photo. Bam. Three Bam. million dollars. Three million dollars, please. Boom. No, Eric Powell. He does uh, the Goon. Um, I really dig his art. That's what he's most known for. But he's also doing uh, a sequel uh, to Big Trouble Little China, like comic really? form. Yeah, comic form. It looks fucking awesome. A bunch of artists are doing it. It's set, like, right after. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell oh, looks fucking amazing. I like Mike Mignola, uh, Hellboy. I love his art. I've been, his, I'm still getting, I have a big book of his art, too, and uh, that's my next tattoo. That's Bennett. That's the one idea I've had for the last, like, five years. He, there's just, in this art, there's a splash page of, uh, like, Hellboy, and, like, he does a lot of, like, the Lovecraftian stuff. And there's a splash page of, like, um, Hellboy, and there's like a like a witch, and there's like some frogs, but there's this he does this tentacle, this really cool looking tentacle coming up, and like I just love the way Mike does tentacles, like they're minimalistic, and they but they just look like they have all this fucking weight behind them. So I that's my my next tattoo is a tentacle coming up my wrist uh, to start on my sleeve, so I can do different colors and have it come around. So fingers crossed that I get to do that on my birthday this year, at least start it. So I've been really wanting a tattoo for the last few years again. It's time to get my sleeve a going. So. I could go worse, but I'm picking Mike's because I love that art. I think it'd be amazing. Uh, obviously, Flory. Uh, I'm really big into the screen print scene uh, and like the the Virgin illustration scene out there. Like you know, my fucking house is covered in Mondo prints and Phantom City Creative prints and Scuzzles prints. And Flory is a dude from Australia who uh, 
Happy Little Bad Guys, all those little bad guys on my wall. Love his art. I uh, own a bunch of his Scott Pilgrim stuff. Uh, you can check him out at uh, MrFlory.com, I believe, or Flory Flory. You can Google that. He's on, uh, he's on Facebook. He does amazing uh, illustration. Big fan of him. Ken Taylor, another guy who's really big right now with like band posters and prints. The, the first blood print that's hanging out there. So I have a beautiful Sylvester Stallone <laughs> head on the wall that Leslie fucking hates. Hates it. I don't want to stare at his, at his downsy face. I'm like, but it's awesome. You show Stallone some respect. She shows Stallone no respect None. whatsoever. And obviously, the real granddaddy of them all, Drew Struzan, who has done pretty much every poster for every movie that you and I have ever loved. Uh, the Goonies, all the Star Wars posters, fucking uh, the, the Raider, uh, Indiana Jones posters. He does all that really nice, like, really amazing art that I know that you have seen and more than likely have owned posters uh, as a child in your room of him. Sure, probably. He's amazing. So, see, I bored CJ to death with art. CJ, CJ's new thing is I don't do art. CJ does read, he does not do art. I enjoy art, but I don't follow it and I don't know people's names. So, I can look at shit and be like, oh, that's cool, like, I appreciate it, but I don't yeah. follow it to where I'm like, and this guy, and then this guy, yeah, I, I own prints and yeah. sculptures, and... I talk to these guys on Twitter and Facebook. And, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not part of your whole hipster art scene that you do, like... But you're jealous, when so it works out well. Coffee shops, but you're grace. jealous, so it still works. You can hate on me all you want. You come over and you see my prints, you're like, "Fuck you." They do have some nice prints. I'm not gonna lie. That is right. Prints all over the place. And to wrap this amazing two-parter of Mama Batman's personalized episode, she was like, "Hey guys, what are your plans for the summer? Summer plans? It's already July. Fourth of July is coming up. CJ, Again. what are you doing Fourth of July? Are you gonna grill?" Ripping and tearing. Ripping and tearing. <laughs> I don't know. You grilling? Are you a big griller? Do you get together with your parents and no. grill up some hot dogs? I mean, maybe I'll go to my parents or something and see if they're grilling. I'm not going to grill at my place. It'll just be me sad grilling <laughs> in my backyard. Like, meh. Just sad grilling. Ain't nothing wrong with uh, sad grilling. Learn to cook. Learn to cook. Yeah. So ladies I, I ladies love a good griller. Yeah. They love the cooks. So uh, any other plans? Do you have anything you want to do this summer? Is there anything that you're like, I'm going to do this at least once this summer? We're going to the cabin. Yeah, that'll be fun. Taking CJ out. He's going to crash my. Uh, he's going to crash my anniversary week. Yep. Got clearance. Leslie's going to come out. We're going to. We're going to. We're going to go fishing. We're going to. I'm looking go forward to that, but it's not for a while. You made me jump in the water last time, and I almost broke my foot. That's true. Because you're an asshole. You're like, let's go yeah. swimming. And I'm like, I don't want to go swimming. Let's go swimming. I want to go I swimming. Didn't make you go swimming. Yes, you did. You put. You came running down like I'm ready. I'm ready. And you're like, get a ball. <laughs> and you jumped in, and I'm like, well, I guess I'll get in. And then I thought I felt something slippery and slimy. I thought it was a mus uh, a musky or something. And I kicked the concrete pole and almost broke my toe. And I'm yep. like, this sucks. I just remember how funny that was because you're like, you're like, I'm not floating anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost way too much weight. I actually have to stay. That was the funniest. I that can't was the funniest fucking I've, thing. You're like, I'm buoyant, I, and you're like, I'm not buoyant anymore. I I've have to never, learn how to swim. <laughs> I've never not been buoyant enough where I had to actually like work in like over my head water to stay afloat. So yeah, that was quite the change. So, so we're gonna have fun. We're gonna get. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna. Get, we're gonna drink some floaty like floaties for my arms. That's so right. I don't die. Got rubber ducks. Yep. Just rubber ducks. Yep. We have a. We have a. We have a giant blow up trampoline down in the water. Oh my god. Yeah. That'll be amazing. It's pretty tight. That sounds super fun. It's pretty fun, dude. We took it out in the pontoon uh, last weekend, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like a trampoline like on ground. Like you're not gonna be jumping like twenty feet in the air, but you can bounce, and it's nice just to lay on, and then you can like jump in the water and. No, that yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, dude. Sure. So we're gonna rip it and tear it up at the cabin this <laughs> yeah. summer. My only plans, like every fucking summer, basically is either if I'm not at the cabin, I'm at the zoo, because I'm a I'm a I'm a season pass. So 
it's free once you spend a hundred bucks, and it basically after like two times, it pays for itself. So mm-hmm. I love. We just go. We go to the zoo at least every weekend if we can, just because it's a nice three hour walk, get some exercise, see some animals, play with the monkeys. Big, big fan of the zoo. Like I'm a little kid, man. My guys run around like Leslie. Come on, Discovery Bay, Leslie. Leslie, keep up, Discovery Bay. I want to pet the manatees. Let's do this. <laughs> and she has to chase me around like a kid. Have to put yeah. a leash on me, I think, at this point, because I'm just like the backpack around. leash. Yeah, like the monkey with a tail. That's right. But I'll put an eye patch on the monkey to make him look badass. <laughs> He'll be my badass monkey. Put an airwalk sticker on it. Boom, done. Airwalk. Those anymore? <laughs> no. Don't be able to get that on Amazon. They're retro. Yeah. They're retro. They can be used in the cyber. They can, use, they can use it in the cyberpunk movie that yeah. will be retro. Retro cyberpunk. So plans for the summer: cabins, zoos, hanging out, possibly eating some grilled meats. Yep. Doing more episodes. I will be eating grilled meat for my birthday. My parents got me a gift card to a butcher shop. Yes. I'm like, nice. I'm gonna go get me a steak. You're gonna get you some fucking some some quality some quality. You gotta get yourself a nice bone-in ribeye, son. Ooh. I usually get the New York strip. Strips are nice, but I'm. I'm but. A big, they're okay, man. You gotta deal with the bone, then. The bone's what makes it tasty. It's Keeps gonna it taste good anyway. I mean, it's good, but yeah, you should get some stuffed sausages. Yum. I've not had stuffed sausages. Uh, uh, yeah. I love meat. Is that like a brat? Oh, it's so good, dude. You can get like sausage stuff with all kinds of shit, man. Like my brother now stuffs his own sausage. So it's like <laughs> sausage stuff. So obviously, he does. If you need me, I'll be home stuffing my sausage. Oh my god, he does worse shit than that. I found out this weekend. <laughs> He tell you, dude. He told. Okay, he told everybody. So, yeah, he told everybody. I'm gonna tell everybody. He told everybody. So, I mean, the odds of him bone, list- bone, bone. The odds of him listening to this are pretty slim. Yeah. But I'm gonna out him because, dude, you did this to yourself, bro. This is not family talk. So, we're up at the cabin, and Leslie and I are outside, and everybody's inside. So, like, my three little siblings, uh, my dad and my stepmom, and then Cass, uh, my brother and Cassie is his wife or whatever. So they're inside talking. Leslie and I are outside. Uh, having a cigarette, and it's like, okay, time to go inside. And yeah, they're kind of loud, whatever. And I open the door, and I walk into the following conversation already taking place. So this is what, this is what I heard from, from my brother and my family. So, like, they're around the table. Like, this whole is, family, okay. Like, my whole family. So this gotcha. is what I walk into. Yeah. I waxed my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm like, did I just hear that? And the kid's like, doesn't that hurt? And like, he's like, yeah. But, you know, I get it done. No big deal. MBD. Just wax my butthole. No, I, just, I walk in there and they're just like, oh, so you just want a Prince Adam? And you're like, yup. <laughs> Give me the old Prince Adam. You know, he was named after Prince Adam, man. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's waxing his butthole, apparently. I mean, I kind of hope he's just bragging. I mean, it's a weird thing to brag about. Like, to lie brag. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what they'll think is badass. Waxing buttholes. So I hope that's not... I mean, that's what I heard. And I, Leslie and I, I looked at Leslie and she's just like, what the shit? She's like, and we just walk straight downstairs and turn on diners, drive-ins, and dives and try to get the image of the the fact that my brother's getting... Of his, why he does that out of your head? Like, well, that and the pro. He was talking about the process, too. <laughs> uh, I thought that was kind of funny. I was just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, as I talk to my dad later, I'm like, and, and look at, who would have thought, like, 32 years later that I would be the normal one in the family? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not getting no butthole waxed. Ain't never happening. There's no reason for my butthole to be waxed. Like, that just doesn't seem like it would be comfortable. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not shoving a string up there. I don't see... I don't see the purpose. Like, who sees my butthole? And why does it need to be waxed? Somebody apparently sees his, and very closely. Is that what you think? I should have asked. Maybe it was, like, medical. I don't think it's medical. It's medical. You think it was cosmetic? You think it was purely cosmetic? Yeah, I think it was purely cosmetic. You think um, he just likes the feeling of, like, a wax... Like, what do you think a wax butthole would even... Like, could, you would feel 
Like, how would you? It's so weird. Battery got some Michael Sarah action going on. Could have some Michael Sarah action going on. That's what I'm thinking. R- little rusty trombone. Yeah. So maybe my. He's a pioneer. He's a pioneer. He's a pioneer. But anyway, yeah. he's telling the fucking story. Okay. So now, ready? Ready? What's even better, right? So my brother. Okay. I love you, bro. Does he, like, reach in his pocket and bring out a jar of butthole wax? (laughs) (laughs) Just pop it on the table? Like, I brought some with me just in case. So, I love you, bro. I love you, bro. And you know that, obviously, you're doing much better in life uh, than I am. So, I only have these little things to kind of poke fun at you. You're too thin. Okay. Oh, yeah. He's lost a lot of weight. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He is so... He's, like, so skinny. It's so... I've never... He's so skinny. It's It's amazing. So skinny. So skinny. It's weird. It's, it's, it is weird because I've never known it. Like, my brother has lost and, like, legitimately not, like, with it, like just diet and exercise. And really, I think a big part of it was when he broke his knee at my wedding because he was just like, oh, fuck. But diet and exercise, this motherfucker has dropped, like, a couple hundred pounds, I think. I mean, not a couple hundred. He wasn't, I don't think he was ever, like, that. I mean, he might have, I don't know. He is, he's skinnier than me now, I think. Yeah, he's, he's super thin. He's thin. I have to think, though, I have a little bit more muscle. I'm, like, yeah, lifting getting, up he's things. he's getting twiggy. He's getting yeah. twiggy. Yeah. Adam gained some weight. Better play weight. bass for Marilyn Manson. That's right. That's right. Choices. That's right. Put on, throw on a dress, smile at Eat her. Eat a sandwich or put on a dress. See, so, okay, so I made fun of your butthole waxing, but props losing weight, dude. Like, it's you look amazing, kid. Like, I never would have thought you'd be skinnier than me. Now, and I have to, like, step up my game because I'm like, holy shit. So, anyway, he's telling the butthole story. And this is what else he did. And he did this because he took out his wife for for her, for their anniversary he got his, he took his wife to, to get, like, a, I think a manicure, pedicure, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever. And he went with. My brother is telling the story about waxing his butthole, and he has French tips on his toes. On his toes. Yes. He French tipped his toes. Now, you know what French just, tips are, right? Uh, only it's like because... The, it's the clear that it has, like, the white... Yeah. 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 Like, they're French tips uh-huh. on his toes. On his toes. On his toes. Like, white French tips on his toes. <sighs> Wax butthole. French tips on his toes. Hmm. I'm thinking maybe all this, all of his success is all a ruse. Maybe he's not really becoming a doctor. Maybe that's no. all a ruse. Maybe he's not really a killer professor. Wait, he's becoming a doctor? Yeah. In what? I don't know. He's getting his doctorate. In something. Yeah. He like teaches now and shit. Is he like Frazier? He might be. Am I Niles? Maybe. No, I don't have the credentials to be Niles. Yeah, you don't. I have the thinning hair, but I don't have the credentials. <laughs> Wait, he gets to be Frazier? God damn I it. Guess. My life is terrible. Yeah. My life is terrible. My brother gets to be Frazier. I get to be Roz. <laughs> I, I'm Roz. I am Roz in that equation. Yeah, you've been Roz. I've been... I, I am Roz. Yeah. Which actually, Roz isn't the worst thing to happen. But, okay. So tell me... It's weird, right? French tips, weird. sure. A little weird. Sure, a little weird. A little weird. You know, he's peacocking it, apparently. He, he is peacocking. He's ripping he's and really, tearing. He's taking that mystery advice real hard. He's ripping and tearing. Yeah. I wonder if he goes to hedonism. Yeah, what if my brother went to hedonism? Wouldn't you want me to do an episode? <laughs> Wouldn't you want him to come back and we could just, like, grill him? Like, so tell us what happened at hedonism. Were you ripping and tearing? <laughs> Were you ripping Legally, and tearing? I can only say ripping and tearing. I can't go into what that means. I signed a waiver. But I signed a waiver. Yeah. And that's as far as I can go. There was a clause that all I can say is ripping yeah. and tearing. Yeah. Ripping and tearing. So, bro, I love you, bro. But, man, you need to watch what you're saying. Like, I'm just saying some things the family need the to family. know. In front of the family. You know, at hedonism, say whatever you want. Yes. But, you know, you got to be able to differentiate hedonism from family vacation From eating time. s'mores. We're yeah. eating s'mores. Yeah. S'mores eating. 
Butthole waxing and s'mores. That's what I need to call this. I, I want to call this marshmallow. Reminded him of a freshly waxed butthole. butthole. I don't know. So, Mama Batman, I hope you enjoyed your personalized two-parter. Yeah, and thanks again for the donation. Fucking fantastic! Thanks for the again for keeping us going, keeping it real. Uh, you know, it, it means a lot. You can hear it in Siege's voice. It, it does. You know, I mean, I I drive out here True. twice a week. Twice a week. You know, Rob doesn't got to go anywhere. Nope. He just chills in his little castle. Boom. King of the castle. King of the castle. Yep. Ruler of the roost. Yep. So, you know, I don't got to do anything. I show up. And that's not easy. <laughs> people <laughs> people don't show up all the time. Who does show up? This guy. This guy. Even when I text yeah. him not to show up, he's like, I forgot. I showed up. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I guess I'll leave now. I feel like kind of awkward. <laughs> I've been just standing outside of your apartment door for the last 20 minutes going, no, no, you'll be here. He's coming. <laughs> just sadly dejected walking out. So, yes, Mama Batman, thank you. Thank you again. BDR would not be around still if it wasn't for you and the other donors who, keep in mind, other donors, you'll also have personalized episodes coming to you in the next few weeks. Oh, Christ. How many of these are we going to do? A thousand. Oh, God. That's All right. right. They're going to happen. They're gonna happen. For Brainer Radio, my name is Rob. CJ. End transmission. All them tremendous brunettes around. All them tremendous brunettes. All them tremendous brunettes around. All them tremendous brunettes around. All them tremendous brunettes All them tremendous brunettes around All them tremendous brunettes around All them tremendous brunettes All them tremendous brunettes around All them tremendous brunettes All them tremendous brunettes around all them tremendous brunettes All them tremendous brunettes around Around This has been a Brain Dead Radio production yeah. Visit us at www.braindeadradio.com We've good night.